A delicious, mysterious goo that oozes from the earth is marketed as the newest dessert sensation. But the tasty treat rots more than teeth when zombie-like snackers who only want to consume more of the strange substance at any cost begin infesting the world. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Bros. Here are you B-Movies to the best of our abilities. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. So, this week we, uh, we come to you after just having watched the 1985 masterpiece known as The Stuff. Let's get into our technical difficulties here. Um, I, I want to start us off. Number three for me is The Stuff itself. The concept, I think, is pretty, pretty fun and unique, especially for the 80s when, you know, slasher films were all the rage. You know, you didn't see too many monster movies, especially on this scale. It's not, like, one monster. It's something taking over the world. Uh, I guess you see that a lot, but it's not ice cream. And you're like, oh, how the fuck could ice cream take over the world? Well, guess what? Watch the stuff. Number two, Chocolate Chip Charlie, one of the characters in this movie. He's smart. He's straightforward. He's funny. And he was at one time the king of the dessert industry. You know, he... Chocolate Chip Charlie, he distributed chocolate chip cookies throughout the country, and then it was like almost overnight, stuff came out, and they bought out all of his company, and they kicked him off the board of directors, and now he's homeless, living on the street, punching through doors, taking names, chewing bubblegum, and kicking ass. How does anyone not love Chocolate Chip Charlie? Um, and number one for me, there's a scene very early in the movie where uh, the little boy named Jason is just going through a grocery store, slapping the stuff out of children's hands and fucking throwing it off shelves. He breaks a, a, a dairy dispensary with a, with a rake and starts knocking signs down and, and just shit flying everywhere. Yeah, who hasn't wanted to do that in a grocery store? It's, I mean. just, it's just awesome. It's like every little boy's fantasy, just destroying everything <laughs> in the store. And then he gets fuck your yogurt. He gets tackled by like these three grown ass adults. Anyway, Paul, what are your top three? For number one, I'm gonna have to go with. I kind of enjoyed the '80s feel to this. The the commercials they had are very '80s style. It's like a lot of stores and signs and video games that they played are very reminiscent of the '80s, and I thought that was kind of endearing to a degree. For number two, like this movie, it was entertaining. It was really bad. Just about everything about it was bad. But I, I enjoyed it, so it was one of those so bad it's good movies, and done so bad it's good correctly. And I, I can always appreciate that. And for number one, just fucking Chocolate Chip Charlie, like, this is just a badass, like, enough said on that. He's just, like, punching people, threatening to punch people. He was just... Punching fucking, through doors. Exactly, he was just a badass overall. Kicking people's heads off. Like, I, I would just watch a movie, like, where... Chocolate Chip Charlie just, like, if Chocolate Chip Charlie and that kid just, like, went and, like, fucking up stores and everything, that would be a great movie. Like, I, I tag agree. Tag team duo. Let's get on to the bottom three. Um, honestly, I love this movie, and it's so hard for me to pick out things that are wrong or bad about it, so, except for my number one. So, uh, number three, they couldn't think of a better name than The Stuff. And I kind of liked it. It was simple. And I mean, it's, like, it's, it's kind of a nitpicky thing. Oh, they could have been more creative. But at the same time, it works. 
It reminds me of the Sneed from the Lorax. <laughs> it's like it's a stupid name, but it kind of like you get why it's named that. Then uh, number two, I don't believe that that the stuff could honestly dethrone ice cream. Whether it is a mind-controlling sentient being or not, fucking, it cannot dethrone ice cream. The only thing that, that could dethrone ice cream is frozen custard. Or more ice cream. So, I mean, it, it's not frozen custard. It, it, it can't do it. It's, it just doesn't seem right. Number one, the only thing that, like, truly is wrong with this movie... Spoiler alert, guys and gals. They get Chocolate Chip Charlie! Chocolate Chip Charlie dies! It's like it's like the saddest thing that ever happened in a B-movie! Like, my heart is breaking just talking about it. I want to cry! I cry every time. Chocolate Chip Charlie! My hero! See, I don't really believe that the stuff could have killed a badass like Chocolate Chip Charlie. I think he, like... He somehow faked his death, and he's like... It was just a clone. Exactly. It was a stuffed clone. Exactly. Number three, the sound quality of this movie was so poor. It was kind of difficult to hear the low-talking characters. We had to crank up the volume really high on this one. So, I, it's, it's a low-budget movie, but wow, is the sound quality bad. For number two, this movie had some of the most awkward camera angles I've ever seen. There were scenes where, like... Things are just off center. The camera is like focused on these really awkward angles. There's these weird zoom ins and outs. There'll be scenes where like it's not really focused on anything. It's just like there'll be an arbitrary like scene of like you know half of a guy's like leg. And it's like while they're still talking, it's like we re- you guys really like. It's real obvious nobody went to film school in this one. So which I I, I can appreciate as a low budget film, but. My god, these are some of the worst camera angles ever. And for number one, the setup of this movie was ridiculous. They, these two guys just see, like, pulsing snow. So the one guy's like, hmm, I think I'll just taste it. And then he's like, hey, this tastes pretty good. I bet we can sell it. And somehow it manages to go on the market. It was just insane. And like Corey said before, like, the stuff just, like, Overthrows ev- overthrows like everything. Ice cream, chocolate chips. It just becomes a top seller. Marshmallows. Marshmallows. It was just insane. Like, and according to like one of the characters, it was all because of a commercial. Which when you see the commercial, it's just this typical '80s commercial with everyone with big hair and like and yeah, just like fake '80s this like bullshit '80s rap. It's like fucking a Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch music video. <laughs> exactly, it may as well have been. But like somehow this became bigger than ice cream. And then when you go, when you see it in the store, it when became like bigger than vanilla ice. <laughs> yeah. When you see it in um the store and the kids like knocking it over, it is ridiculous. It's on like all these different shelves. It's like taking up half the freezer space. It's like right next to the milk. It's everywhere. It's Which like, really oh doesn't my make God. sense to me because. It's it's in the like open dairy section, as, as in like the milk and stuff, where it's it's got to be cold but not frozen. Then it's also in the freezer section, and then it's also just sitting out on random shelves. Like it has to be cold, but it doesn't have to be cold. But it, it can be frozen, but it it doesn't have to really be any temperature. It just be fucking anywhere. It's the stuff. It's just sold everywhere and anywhere. I think it's time for this episode's edition of Quote Wars. Quote War. So, uh, uh, Paul and I are going to quote this movie. Um, we're just going to quote back and forth. I'm going to say a quote. He's going to say a quote. I'll get us started here with 
No one is as dumb as I appear to be. The man is not in proper working order. I'd like to take him to get x-rayed. Well, I sure as hell ain't the Kentucky Colonel. I am Chocolate Chip Charlie. My hands are registered with the Midland Georgia Police as lethal weapons, and I eat, I eat damn guns for breakfast. Don't touch me. You just tried to burn my face off. Everybody has to eat shaving cream once in a while. That ends this episode's edition of Quote Wars. If you've seen the stuff and you have a favorite quote, don't forget to tweet us at Bros. That's all one word. Find us on Facebook at B-Movie, space B-R-O-S. That's Bros. Or comment right here on SoundCloud your favorite quote from this movie. Who won this episode's quote war? Who had the best quote? Which one was it? All right, so let's get into our final take. We'll give us this, uh, this movie a score on our shot scale. Remember, our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10. 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this movie? Um, just a number score. I'm going to throw out a 3 out of 10 for this movie. I love it, but it's not perfect. I give it a 4 out of 10. I gave it a 3 out of 10 because the, the stuff is a marvelous film. The premise is ridiculous. The acting is bad. The quality is shitty. But somehow it comes together like peanut butter and cheese curls. Oddly satisfying. The characters are actually believable and, and likable, as well as, you know, the stuff sending abilities. You know, it's so bad it's good. You don't really get bored, and everything is explained. Except, I just wish I knew about what went on with Chocolate Chip Charlie's story arc. Where did he come from? Where did he go after he met the main character? You know, and how did he get back to him? You know, but you know what? Really, if you want a strange how-the-fuck-did-that-kill-you movie, scoop out this movie and let your eyes feast upon the stuff. Beautiful. The stuff is just a bad movie. The plot is just stupid. Everything's poorly thrown together. The acting is god-awful. The sound quality just is some of the worst I've ever heard. And the dialogue had to have been written by a five-year-old. Yet this movie is somehow just really entertaining. After like the first five minutes of it, and you've realized that you've basically set yourself up to watch a terrible movie, you start to like kind of a, kind of appreciate it. It becomes really endearing. Like ignoring the fact that Chocolate Chip Charlie is an awesome character, and some of the the deaths from the stuff were kind of cool. This movie just has no good qualities, but oddly comes together. This movie is so bad it's good. I really kind of I I just kind of liked it. It's objectively bad, but so much fun to watch. And there you have it. I mean, it's 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 a bad movie. We're, there's no getting around that. This is a true B-movie. But it's one of those B-movies that's fun to sit around, watch, comment on, make fun of, have a couple drinks, have a bowl of ice cream, you know, what have you. I know not everybody likes the same kind of shit that we do. So we like to give every B-movie an A-movie companion. A movie that's an A-class, a better quality, better class of movie that's just the same movie as this B-movie disguised as an A-movie. My A-movie companion for this stuff is the 1982 movie Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Yeah, I picked the 1997 movie Flubber. Well, I'd like to hear what you have to say about Flubber, so I'll, uh, but, uh, but I'll, I'll hold myself in suspense and talk about Halloween 3 for a minute. Both Halloween 3 and the stuff deal with a protagonist who wears a suit. 
And this suit-wearing protagonist is investigating a corporation. And this corporation is producing or distributing a product that kills its consumers. No one believes this suit-wearing character in this very 80s-tastic world that is, you know, to be beheld. They are very underrated movies. The products in both are kind of creative in how they kill. I mean, the stuff you ingest it and it kind of, like, takes you over from the inside... Um, Halloween 3, the, the Halloween mask, upon seeing the commercial on TV, activates and, like, melts to the child's face and suffocates them. Um, at the end of each movie, um, our suit-wearing protagonist does give a warning to the people one way or another. And, you know, in the end, the product actually ends up winning. At the end of Halloween 3, even though he gave the warning and he told the the TV companies to stop running the commercials, the commercial still airs that triggers the masks to, you know, melt and, and kill ho who knows how many innocent children or guilty children. I mean, you, you never know. They might have been guilty of something. No such thing as an innocent child. And at the end of the stuff, even though, you know, the broadcast from our suit-wearing protagonist did reach the world, and they decided to destroy the stuff and burn it and get rid of it, there's still this black market, like, drug ring cartel that's distributing the stuff. Um, so the product actually does win. And that's why Halloween 3 Season of the Witch is just an A-movie version of the stuff. I thought Halloween 3 ended on a cliffhanger and you weren't sure if he stopped the commercial. Um, it, or it's just kind of assumed. It kind of ends while the commercial is airing, so you don't know if the commercial stopped or if it didn't stop, but... Yeah, it still kind of works. Yeah. Alright. So yeah, I picked the movie Flubber. Both movies are about an amorphous living creature. In the movie The Stuff, the ice cream-like substance called The Stuff is actually alive. And the, bum, movie, bum, bum. and the movie Flubber focuses around a living amorphous green blob. Both blobs should not be ingested for the health of the consumer. In the movie The Stuff, people are killed or zombified by the... Or brainwashed, I guess, by The Stuff or... For most of the population, nothing happens, but we're supposed to ignore all those people. And in the movie Flubber, Flubber kind of, at one point, bounces around and ends up in this guy's mouth and bounces around in his insides and ends up, I guess, defeating the villain. Both movies use CGI to animate the blobs. And both movies have a kid as a main character. Sort of. The main character of the stuff was a kid named Jason. And Professor Philip Brainard was played by the late Robin Williams, who was a kid at heart. Let's get down to it. You know this is what everybody's waiting for. How to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Do, 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 do. So I'm going to give you some drinking games for this movie. Paul's going to give you some drinking games. Uh, number one, every time someone is eating the stuff, take a drink. Number two. Every time Mo forgets to use his southern accent, take a drink. Number three, whenever a The Stuff ad is uh, seen or heard, take a drink. Number four, 
whenever Chocolate Chip Charlie dies, drown your sorrows. Drink until you can't feel anymore. I still don't believe he died. I, I, I'm in complete denial on that one. And number five, of course, because this is how the fuck did that kill you month. Anytime you find yourself saying or thinking, how the fuck did that kill you? Take a drink. Paul? Number one, every time you see a commercial for this stuff, take a drink. Every time there's an awkward camera angle, take a drink. Every time the stuff is attacking someone, take a drink. And every time Chocolate Shift Charlie talks about his fist being lethal weapons, take a drink. And those are your ways to drink away the flick. That brings us to basically a conclusion. Remember, if you have any comments, questions, activities, suggestions, who the fuck cares? We do. So tell us on Twitter, at bmoviebros, that's all one word, b-movie, space b-r-o-s, bmoviebros on Facebook. So we're going to rank these movies uh, one through four so far, four movies this month. We've got one more to go. For me, number four right now, rubber. It was just a piece of shit. It was terrible. It was filled with pretentious assholes. The movie, the director, the writing, it was all just so full of itself. The movie went nowhere. And the whole motto of the movie was, no reason. Uh, Number three, deathbed, the bed that eats. Where everything happens for no reason, but they don't constantly tell you that it's happening for no reason. Number two, killer condom. It's enjoyable. It's fun. Dicks get bit off. And fucking nobody believes the cop that the underage hooker was not the one to bite his testicle off. It, it's funny. I, I yeah, enjoyed I'd it. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, and number one, The Stuff. I love The Stuff. It's a great movie. It's a terrible movie. It, it is. It's a terrible movie. But it's so fun to watch. Paul? Alright, so for number four, I'm going to have to do with Deathbed, The Bed That Kills. It was so forgettable that I can barely remember that I've seen it. I I remember bits and pieces, but it's like, I'm sure that'll go away by tomorrow. For number three, I'm going to have to go with Rubber, which was just, it was really pretentious, but at least I kind of remember it. I think I'll remember it for a couple more weeks. For number two, I'm going to have to go with Stuff. It was so bad, it's good, but really, Killer Condoms was just so entertaining. I have to put it at number one for now. Let's see if next week can overshadow the killer condoms. What are we doing next week, Paul? We're doing a movie called Haosu. It's a Japanese movie about a house that kills people. Is that, is that the 1977 Haosu? Probably. Oh, fuck, man. Great. Can't wait to watch this. So fucking be interesting. 70s Japanese. Didn't we get enough Japanese movies with no. fucking... Asian Culture Month. No, we didn't. And now we're going to do more. I wonder if we're going to have any vagina lasers this time. There better be. So, yeah, uh, that brings uh, this episode of The Stuff to 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 a close. So, uh, until next time, be brave, be alive, be back for more.